comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Brian, any idea what you might do next? Going to head back to L.A. Got a good group of buddies out there. O.J. Simpson, Phil Spector, Robert Blake. Sounds like a fun crew. We go out cruising chicks. <laughs> Call ourselves the Lady Killers. I love that name. You should get it on the back of matching jackets. Hey, <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Episode 360. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Bill! Right. Can I sing oh, my birthday man. song for Bill? I, I have a birthday song for you. Happy birthday to you. That's it. Oh. I'm hoping that takes takes over happy birthday to you as we know it. Zoe! That's crazy, awesome. kids. I should it's find crazy. the... Uh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, no hair daddy. No hair daddy? That's just not right. That's not right at all. Happy belated to you, you. Oh, wait, no, it's not even his belated birthday. It's not even his birthday. She's English all of a sudden. Yeah. (laughs) Listeners, if you're listening to this, on Monday, the day it's released, today is The Voice's birthday. Bill, get that microphone back. That was Zoe singing, by the way, that listeners. That was my wonderful daughter. And Zoe's bestie, it's Hazel. We have a birthday cake. We have... Uh, no Zoe way! Zoe it up. Awesome! The, Bill, can she use I, that sharp knife? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can trust her with it. Do you want to so tell us is, your age? There are cake knives. You going to tell us your age? Yes, I will be turning 61. You look so. great. You, I, do. I feel good. Really? You look I, great for your... Much better than if I was, uh, Brad, he if I looked, was officially hitting the back end of my uh, 40s. Brad, uh, or actually, good. Bill, you look terrible. Yes, I, I know. Trust me. I, I really assumed you were hitting your late 80s. Yeah. You, man, yeah, I'm, you've I'm got not to holding it together well. Them. Well, I did decide um, a couple days ago that... Uh, um, I don't do this on a regular basis, but I really do feel like I've hit maximum density, <laughs> and I, I need to start mixing in salads. So um, that's yours. Uh, this is uh, going to be fantastic. Wow, what is this? This looks tremendous. Let's see. Right it's there. not a dark cake. Say? It's a light cake. It's kind of a, a tannish, kind of a sandy color. No, I gave Brad this his. is an Italian cream, an Italian cream cake. I don't even know what that means, and but I'm. Uh, I'm Are we supposed to eat with our faces like the kid in uh, yeah, they, Christmas Story? I don't remember the last okay. time uh, Show me how the one of my eat. children no, brought no, no, no. 
Zoe, you go get forks. Yes. Do you know what the silverware is, right? I'm I'm going to cut my own slice, but I want to thin. Yeah, it's, uh, I can't help but notice that uh, Zoe and Hazel are getting bites that are far bigger than mine. Yeah. Frank's birthday sneaked past us, and we didn't get to celebrate it on the air. Yeah. But uh, today, thank Monday, thank you, is Bill's birthday. If Bill, we just wanted thank to, you. to celebrate with you a little Aww. bit. Frank and I got you a, a birthday gift. There oh, my go. gosh. You guys. While you're opening that. Yes. <clears throat> Okay, you what? have one no, also. What? <clears throat> What's going on here? We're just celebrating. Kind of parallel universe. Celebrating birthdays. Frank, let's talk about Bill. Yeah, let's bit. talk about Bill. All right. Is this real gold? Uh, yes. Happy birthday! Oh, a frozen waffle. Thank you. Oh. We came up with this in one of our skits. Awesome. So, um, this guy Alex, um, Okay, all right. Remember when this yeah, was our show? Yeah, I do me. remember when it was yeah. our show. Those were, those were the good old days, weren't they? So, um, oh, you're talking about I have a story to tell you. Yeah, you don't have to shout, okay? Sorry. The microphone's there for you. Okay. So, um, Hazel and I are coming up with these skits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, so, um, there's this guy, Alex, and he has his friends. I think they know and it, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas. It's awesome. You're supposed to get everyone gifts. And so his friends get him a bunch of really cool gifts, and he's like, thank you. And then they're like, so where are our gifts? And he's like, I'll be right back. And so he runs into the kitchen, and you can hear him, like, open the freezer and grab some stuff. And he comes back out with three frozen waffles, not cooked or anything, and they're like, Oh, yay. So that's where you got your idea. I'm from. not done. I am not done. Dang. You going to let her talk to me like that? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yes. So whose side of the family do you think she gets this from? Yeah. I know. I'll be back in a minute. I know. <laughs> Finny, if you're going to tell a story, finish Okay. It. So, and then... Oh, sorry. Things, go ahead. And then, so, um, his friend... One of his friends is like, what's, do you, what, what's this? And he's like... Frozen waffles. <laughs> and um, so, hey, and, and they're just the plain ones, not not even cooked or anything. And so his friends I'm are like, I'm expecting a punchline, okay? Shush. What the? Oh, okay. That's my text message. Oh, I didn't Would know Would you just please hurry with your story? Okay, sorry. So his friends, so one of his friends is like, you got us frozen waffles, thank you. But um, here's the thing. One, you didn't even wrap it. And two, you didn't even have the decency to cook them. Thank you. Oh, Thank wow. You. Wow. <laughs> okay, I, 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 I was not expecting that that, that insane right, twist. Go eat, go, go eat over there. Go. I can edit that out if we really want to. <laughs> was, um, I, I would like to point out that, like, um, that Zoe was, was doing classic kind of comedian banter when yes. she was telling the story. Yes. So, bravo for you. Be gone. It was a bit like a, <laughs> a De Palma movie. Okay, so Bill is... I'm at more cake. He's a wonderful guy. He's, yes. a, he's our guy. So I started thinking, what is it that... What's one of my most favorite things about Bill? And if I could be like more like Bill in one way, what would it be? Oh, jeez. That's a, so that's a good question. You want to start? Or you don't want me to. St- I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. Go for it. You know, Bill, uh, you're 
you do have a way of being very positive and happy about things. And and it usually it usually radi- radiates m- most of the time. When when we should be down and we should feel rotten and we should feel terrible, you are most of the time you are very positive. And it's a good thing. I try to be positive. I don't really succeed most of the time, but you, you know, I don't know what it is. You have wow. a great you have a great work life family balance thing that and is that one of your, your most favorite yeah. things, or is that yeah. some way, in one way you'd like to be more like him? Uh, be more like him. Okay. What's be one more of your, positive. What's one of your more favorite things about him, specifically? Oh. You know, th- this one may pour over a little bit, but you know what? You, I hope I, hope yes. I could be a dad just like you. Oh. Just seeing the kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. look, look at his kids. They're usually happy. You guys are always doing stuff. They, yeah. You, you. You're a good dad, and I hope that I could be half the dad you are. I appreciate that. I, I feel like the fun uncle half the time, because um, we probably play a lot of video games <laughs> and watch Warehouse 13 episodes and stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I I really appreciate that. Yeah, that's uh, not sincere. Wow. I mean, one of my I, I, I feel curmudgeonly. One of my sometimes. most favorite things about you is your laugh. It's infectious. <laughs> <laughs> it's genuine. <laughs> I love that one right there. Where is it? Hang on. <laughs> it's like comes from deep within, and I can tell that you really mean it. You're not just faking it. And the one way I would like to be more like you is you have the ability to take a total stranger and within five seconds make them a complete not total stranger. You have this ability to talk to anybody, uh, to be friends with anybody. You may not like everybody, but on the outside, and I'm not saying that's the way it is, but what I'm saying is you have this outward ability to put people at ease, and you have a comfort, comfort, self-confidence in yourself that you could go up to anybody and talk to them and treat them like you've known them their whole life. And that's something I am unable to do, uh, and I wish I could be more like you in that manner. Wow, well, that's cool. I, and it's uh, I do always. I, I've I'm never uncomfortable doing something like that. Um, now there are plenty of times uh, where I'm just not kind of. I don't have that light switch flipped on. Yeah, I'm, I don't feel uh, antisocial or anything, but uh, but there are times when uh, when I'm like, and I'm glad I don't have to go be the gadfly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's nice to not have to. Uh, you know, well, I mean, even when worry about being social and you know human. In what whatever situation I've ever seen you in, where it's somebody other than just us sitting here, whether it's people we know or whether it's people you don't know, yes. it's just you've always had that ability to. Do you need something, ma'am? <laughs> I know, I know. We're just playing. You just have the ability to do something I can't, and I. I'm a little jealous of that, and I, I hope one day I can finally reach that. Well, so I, I'm. I didn't want another. I didn't want another birthday of ours to sneak by without us uh, acknowledging it on the air. Because yours, Frank, snuck yeah. by. In fact, um, I can tell you what I did for my birthday. Okay. Uh, can I get some sad Hulk walking away music, please? Oh my! Please. Dun, 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 dun. 
I'll so do the, I'll do my, the bass. Do, do. I um, you know, do, got home from work, do, do. and uh, Stinky do, Nancy, do, do, our friend do, do. Stinky Stinky Nancy. Never figured out why you call her Stinky Nancy. <laughs> she uh, I she assume that's me, metaphorical. <laughs> she took me to a uh, Stars hockey game. Yeah. Awesome on the platinum level. Ooh, and she bought me some beers. Yeah, and um, she drove and. And then we went home, and and um, and I went to my warm bed, and laid down. And that was it. So it was actually a great birthday. It was very awesome. low key. I thought you <laughs> were going to tell us a really sad story. That's yeah. That's no. why you wanted this music. Thank no, I, I actually my birthday was yeah. very low key. But but Nancy took she took me to a hockey game. Let's okay. try it again with this music. Okay. <laughs> so Nancy, stinky Nancy. Okay, stinky Nancy. <laughs> so why do I call her stinky Nancy? It used to be Little Nancy. It used to be Little Nancy, but I've changed it to Stinky Nancy. Okay. Because. Does she know about this? Yes. She does know it. In fact, I've called her Stinky Nancy to her face several times. Okay, thank goodness. And I think of Stinky Nancy as, um, you know, I I really care about her and stuff like a little brother. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I once told her that, and she got so mad. Oh, no. I was like, why not a little sister? I said, nah, you're like a little brother. And then I shoved her in the face. Like, uh-huh. Get out of here, you stupid. <laughs> Just for anybody who doesn't know her, you would not mistake her for a, a male of no, the species. Not, not at all. No, she, uh, she's a lot of fun. I've known her for years. Uh, she's stinky Nancy because she's not stinky, obviously. Yeah. It's just, that's the total opposite of what she is. She's like, we call, we call Bill Handsome Bill. Yeah. <laughs> because Bill. it's totally the opposite. Yeah. You told me you were calling me Curly starting on the first Oh, March. the other thing I like. About you, one of the other things is that you have less hair than I do. That's, That's one true. of the things I like. Ooh. That's true. I'm, I'm okay. winning that race. All right, so happy birthday, right. Bill. I'm jettisoning it all. Everybody send Bill an email at bill at halfhourwasted.com and wish him happiness and belatedness. Fantastic. If you listen to this past Monday. Okay, so. Yeah. Hey, our, no sending me stuff that the NSA is going to track, okay? Right. All right. Our brother in okay. podcasting, Russell, from the Long, Long Box, Box of Doom. Doom had a great idea Go back for, to Legion of Dudes. for everybody on our, that has a show on our network to participate in a project. And that project is to come up with a top 20 favorite movies of all time mm-hmm. list uh, to represent what the network as a whole uh, feels is are the, the favorite, like, Mm-hmm. We each submitted our own personal top 20 list, and he ran the numbers and assigned values to certain things, and he's like there was a math guy. Yeah, there, there was math in. involved. And he came up with a list. And the plan is one day to have a master recording, a master get-together with as many of the podcast members as we can get in the, either in the room or on Skype together to talk about the final list – but before that, the other podcasts, if they have the time and opportunity, will talk about their own personal top 20 lists that they provided to Russ. So that's what we're going to do today. Yeah, we're going to talk about our own list, our own top 20. He said, just give me your top 20 favorite movies of all time. No restrictions. It was just as plain as simple as that. Now, I know some people struggled with this. I proudly have said many times, I did not struggle with this list. This list came to me very quickly. How did you approach it? Very easily. I approached it this way. 
the first movie that popped into my head had to have been my favorite movie. And I did it on that way. So as movies came to me, I wrote them down. And I kind of moved them a little bit as to, Mm -hmm. well, this one's a little further up. This one's not. Um, And I even resorted to going to my DVD collection at one point just to kind of verify something. Okay. And that's how I came up with my list. So within 20, 30 minutes, I had my list. I'm thinking that's a dangerous way to do it. Really? Because let's say you just had gotten out of a dollar movie and Mm -hmm. you watched... um, Garfield. Back on the town. Garfield. Back on the town. Right. Return of the Killer Tomatoes. No. Garfield. Back on the town. As you're walking out to your car, (sighs) you're checking your email on your Mm -hmm. phone, and you see this email from Russ, the first movie that's going to pop into your list and your mind is Garfield 2. Back on the town. (laughs) Now, I I I I would... Garfield 2, A Tale of Two Kitties. Okay. 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 Back on the town is is, uh, the third one, I think. That went straight to video. All I'm saying is... (laughs) Thanks to Zombieland, we know that that's Bill Murray's greatest regret, by the way. It's yeah. a fun fact. You, you win a bar bet with that. All I'm ser- saying is it seems a, a little irresponsible to do it that way without much thought. Well, uh, I... No, well, but I'm I, kidding, but I totally see your yeah. side of it. And, well, well, let me look at my list real quick. I don't think there's anything in there from the past few years. So, well, it's, it's movies that just occur to me. What we're going to do today... Now, are you totally happy with that list? Yeah. Okay. I am. I, th- I think so it's you, a good you review the list, and you don't have any revisions. How long did no. it take you to come up with your list? It took me Bill? Uh, probably uh, probably a couple of weeks between initial "Hey, do this" and when you literally finally, submitting it to Russ. When you start, when you finally sat down to start listing them out, yeah. how long did it take you? I had um, uh, first thing I did was I got my basically my top five together. I did that, you know. From memory, sure, I know, crazy, um, and uh, man, I got to like six or seven, and it's like, is this it? Surely I can figure. You know, I have more movies that I was really into, and as I started uh, um, looking through my DVD set and just thinking about things, and and more stuff occurred to me, mm-hmm. um, and so I had a little spurt there in the middle where I was inspired by my DVD collection, and that added uh, about another six. To, I was up to 12, 15, somewhere in there. And then all of a sudden, I just uh, just the, the dam broke, and, and I had 45, 50 movies that probably uh, deserved consideration for a top 20 spot in my head. And you, you came up with an honorable mentions list. I did. I, I, my, uh, I submitted my list uh, mm-hmm. uh, as an Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. So I listed my uh, top 20 in order, and then I listed 20 honorable mentions and, and pared that down. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, there's – and it's surprising. I think the, the most surprising thing to me is how many movies that uh, I really enjoy um, that didn't have that seminal moment in it or didn't – it's like, it's like I really love this movie, but compared to this one, nah, it doesn't make the list. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm – your I'm pretty is, confident that, that my list is going to contain at least one or two shocking revelations. And your list so is... You may want to censor this from the kids. fairly in order. My top 20 list is absolutely 100% okay. order. 20 you, to 1. Frank told us earlier that at least his bottom 10 may not be quite in order, but right. it's it's all... What about your top 10? Top 10 in order. Okay, all of my 20 are, are yeah. definitely in order. I mean, and I it, could when I started thinking about it, it probably took me about two days. I resisted. Uh, then I realized for a long for a couple of weeks yeah. I didn't want to do. I've never done this in my life. I've never made myself 
make these decisions. Brad, what's your favorite movie? Right. Brad, I've what's your second either. favorite movie? Brad, what's your? Th- I've never done that. I didn't ever want to do that to myself. But I thought, okay, maybe it's time. And I, it took me two days to make my decisions. I think for me, uh, again, the the thing that was most surprising to me was not what made my list or what order it was in, but what did not make my list. Uh, th- there are movies that, um, just like you, it's like, well, yeah, that's that's a good movie, but yeah. that movie doesn't. If I had to see, I was rating it on would I want to see this movie again or not. That's what that's what I kind okay. of really based it on. That played that played a lot in yeah. I mean, because me, there, there's some movies I have seen. I, I'll, I'll blow in right now. Schindler's List. I loved. I've seen it once. I okay. never plan on seeing it again. Yeah, I, I I'm exactly there with you. It was a great great movie. I saw it once and I'm done. Yeah, all the movies on my list I've seen multiple times. Yeah, yeah, that's my so, list. Right. Well, okay. Again, what we're going to do today is talk about our own list. We're going to save any discussion of the master list for a future recording. So. And before we started talking, we decided maybe what how we would approach this topic is each of us would share uh, from twenty up to eleven. Just read those the bottom ten. Already, maybe have a little discussion, and then we would go around again and do six through ten, mm-hmm. and discuss those, and then we'd all go one to five or five to one. Boom. Whatever makes sense. Okay, so who wants to read their top their bottom ten first? I'll go first. Okay. Okay, number twenty. Jaws. Okay. Number 19, Jurassic Park. Number 18, The Blues Brothers. Number 17, Lost in Translation. Number 16, Singing in the Rain. Number 15, Back to the Future. Number 14, Toy Story 3. Number 13, This is Spinal Tap. Number 12, Spider-Man 2. And number 11, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, man. One of those movies is on my list, my, my entire list. Okay, um, hang on. I've never seen Lost in Translation. I'm trying to think if there's uh, any other movies on your top or your bottom ten that I've not seen. Um, I've Jaws, I've, Jurassic Park. I've probably Brothers, I've Lost probably sat through um, uh, Singing in the Rain. Mm-hmm. Read them probably. again really quickly. Jaws, Jurassic Park, Blues Brothers, Lost in Translation, Singing in the Rain, Back to the Future, Toy Story Three. This is Spinal Tap. Spider-Man 2, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I've never I, seen Singing in the Rain. I've never seen Toy Story 3. It's great. I, I heard people... It's on par with the first one. I heard yeah. people tell me that uh, it'll but make you wouldn't you like cry. it. You wouldn't like it because you're a sissy when it comes to <laughs> I am. Pixar movies. I absolutely am. I know. I, I didn't used to be. I know. Uh, three, but you've had kids three, and it's infection yeah. now. Yeah, there, there's a Pixar movie, uh, yeah, a Pixar movie on my list. Up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Give us your number, number 20 two. through 11. Um... For me, just start I, at I, 20 and read. I guess this list will make my mental process a little more uh, open anyway. All right. Uh, number 20, Matrix Revolutions. Okay. Uh, That's the third one. Yes. Okay. 19. Uh, no, 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 no. Revolutions is the middle one. The one with the motorcycle chase. No, it's not. That's Reloaded. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, the second one, Matrix, Matrix yeah, you're Reloaded. Right. Typo, my okay. bad. Okay. It's a bad start to my list, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Matrix Reloaded, the second movie. Star yeah, Trek, movie. Star Wars, the, the one. It's Star Wars 6, the Undiscovered Dagobah. One of those Star <laughs> something movies. Um, okay. Uh, 19, I've got Die Hard. Yes! Okay. Yeah. 18, Training Day. Mm. Great Training Day. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Um, I've got uh, 17, I've got Aliens. Mm. Mm. That was tough. Great choice. B- 
Because I was like, to put it that it's low, alien or aliens, mm. which one's going to make a list? And sorry, spoiler alert. Um, I, I that's one of my toughest struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, Sixteen uh, is uh, yes, Fight Club. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Fifteen, The Incredibles. Fourteen, Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl. First, first one, first, first one, fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then I've got uh, thirteen is Airplane. Twelve, Goodfellas. Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> I'm, of I course serious. I'm serious. And, <laughs> and don't call me Shirley. Um, 12 is Goodfellas and 11 is True Romance. I've not seen True Romance. Okay. Never, not once. And True Romance. I, I, I love that movie with all my passions. And this is a picture of the gentleman from the. That is, yes. Yes. He was a uh, Lee. Uh, oh, Bill. Um, he Lee Janowitz. Was that it? Uh, he was the producer. Um, yeah, Saul Rubinek was the producer in that movie who was going to purchase a, a package that uh, the protagonists uh, were trying to unload. Gotcha. <clears throat> okay. Okay, mine. I'm very serious about my, my list. Good. Because I'm, I'm not – anything on my list, I'm serious about. Number 20, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Oh, yes. Very good. Yes, 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 yes. And I, have, I think I have the most comedies. I watched about half of that uh, like three days ago. Uh, Zoe wandered through the room, and she got sucked in. Yeah. And I just – this is one of the greatest freaking movies ever made. Oh, I know. I, 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 love I, the... I saw that in the theaters, and I was just in love. Oh, yeah. Completely in love with it. Steve Martin, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Oh, if you don't know about man. it, look it up. Poor Terry Hoth. They're just about to get their own public library. <laughs> Number 19, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Good. Number 18, Hot Fuzz. Yes. Nice. That's the second. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the second in the Cornetto, in the Cornetto trilogy, trilogy by Edgar Wright, Simon yes. Pegg, and Nick Frost. Number 17, School of Rock. And Hot Fuzz, by the way. That is, that movie is just almost perfect. Yeah, well, there I are, think it is. Yeah. There are a few movies. I believe Liz Hill recently saw it. And wow. she posted something on Facebook how she loved it. There are a few movies out there that I think are just perfectly made you might that might not be your your cup of tea your favorite movie whatever you might hate the story mm-hmm. but they're perfectly made i think uh, uh the first pirates of the caribbean movie is one of those uh-huh. i think hot fuzz is one of those hot fuzz is a perfect comedy yeah. it's a perfect action movie it's uh-huh. a perfect mystery it's yeah. a perfect horror movie it's fantastic it's amazing how well it's done number 17 mm-hmm. school of rock jack black mm-hmm. i love jack black i love music i love kids it's yeah. got them all it's got i watch I- it repeatedly iCarly's in it and she's sassy. Exactly. Number yeah. 16, another Jack Black, Nacho Libre. I freaking <laughs> wow. love Nacho Libre. It makes me laugh. We watch it every Christmas now. It's a new tradition. I love Jack Black. And a lot of people don't get Nacho Libre, which I totally understand. Totally understand. But for me, it's wonderful. Number 15, Pitch Black. Vin mm. Diesel's first Riddick movie. Mm. It has been described as an alien ripoff. I get it. But it's different enough for me. Vin Diesel's a badass. I love Vin Diesel. The way the movie was shot was amazing. Number 14, I'm extremely serious about this, Alien 3. I love Alien 3. Highly underrated. Number 13, Christmas Vacation. Number 12, Star Trek First Contact. The one with the Borg. Yeah. Number 11, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Wow. Nice. Very good and diverse list. Yeah. I don't know how many... How many of these overlapped? I don't think any. Let me just read them real quick. Dead okay. Men Don't Wear Plaid, Spider-Man 2, 
Hot Fuzz, School of Rock, Nacho Libre, Pitch Black, Alien 3, Christmas Vacation, Star Trek, First Contact. Number 11 is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I have kind. never seen... Spider-Man 2 and, and you and I have... Yep. Uh, mine yeah. is 12. Um, I've never seen Nacho Libre. Oh, I believe so I've got a copy of it on DVD around here somewhere. I, you should I've watch never it. I've ha- never opened it. I highly recommend it. Um, it's a, it's a subtle, mature humor. It's the, the same director who did uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. okay. Oh, okay, cool. I did not know that. Yeah, same yeah. director. Okay, so now we're going to talk about our next five from 10 to 6. And we'll go into discussion on this. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a little bit okay. a little bit inside. So give us, uh, give us number 10 to 6, Frank. Okay. Casablanca. Mm. All right. Never seen it. Perfect movie. Actually, been said right. be, I, I know that's been said before. It I is one it. of those in, stories. In story, the story beats are good. The characters, the plot, it holds up. I don't know how long ago it was I've seen it before, but I love the movie. And it get, you kind of get choked up at the end. Did you watch it over and over again? Yes. Okay. That is an over... The, all this whole list, you're about to see over and over again. Okay. I will rewatch these. I saw it once in high school, and, and I guess it was because I was in high school, but I just hated it. Yeah. I think I saw it for the first time ever uh, within the last year. Mm. And I sat through it patiently, and I thought, well done. Okay. Um, I, I didn't stand up and cheer at the end of it. But you know what that I, movie's I, called in Mexico? What? White House. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a, another fun it's, fact. Yeah, it's on Wikipedia. It's two fun facts in this episode. Number nine. See, people, you listeners, you're making some bread off the steel. The Third Man. Hmm. Never heard of it. This okay. is by uh, Joseph Cotton and Orson Welles. Okay. Graham Greene directs. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Cotton goes Graham to Graham Greene? Yes. Is he the uh, American Indian guy? No. This is another one. Okay. He, um, the plot of the movie is Joseph Cotton gets called to Europe because a friend of his has died and left him something. Uh-huh. So he has to go and kind of reclaim it. He meets the guy's girlfriend. And then later in the movie, you discover that this guy is not dead after all. And he's trying to set up Joseph Cotton to take a fall for something. Uh-oh. Very dramatic. Phil, if you're familiar with, with the, um, with the genre of film noir, it is like the perfect film noir movie. Interesting. It, it is very good and just very kind of like I'm cr- a little creepy and just like a lot of like what, what? crazy moments. Uh, number eight, the general by my favorite filmmaker, and he's it's a, this is a silent movie too. Buster Keaton. I took a Buster Keaton course in college. Oh yeah, fell in love with the man. He is a comics comic. He is timing wise. He is, is he an the, amazing man. Is he the star of that film? It was a silent film where he's standing next to a house and the entire front side of the house falls and he's standing. He doesn't move, mm-hmm. but the window portion of the house falls that is around him. him. That is like him. The, the, it could have crushed him, but yeah. he was standing in exactly the right spot that his body went through the window. That's yes. Buster Keaton. Okay. Yes. okay. He uh, he timed that spot out. They they you know they only had one chance to do it, and they got it in that scene that is you this described. The movie? No, that That's is Steamboat movie? Bill Jr. Okay. Um, they they had to use math to figure this out. Like I was the just trying to get the, stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> the person in my head, the Buster Keaton. But guy down. Okay. Buster Keaton, he was a comedian first. He was in vaudeville and stuff. He, Very physical comedian. Yes. And he kind of fell into movie making. And once he learned what filmmaking was, he got to remember, this is the birth of filmmaking. He wanted to learn how the film emulsion worked. He wanted to learn 
how to do effects and stuff like that. And he made a movie called Sherlock Holmes Jr., mm-hmm. which has some effects in it that by today's standards, you go, Starring oh, that's Sean cute. Patrick Flannery. <laughs> You'd see the effects. Nice call. And you would be like, oh, that's cute. But at that time, they were groundbreaking. <clears throat> okay. But I'm talking about The General. General is a movie about, uh, takes Silent place in film? the Civil War. Yeah. And um, uh, the North steals the train, and Buster Keaton tries to get that train back. And you would think, a train on a track, that sounds kind of boring, but he doesn't make it boring. And there uh, is we've, a we've lot seen of clips. back and they, forth. And they use clips from the, the top of the train fight or fights. Uh, I've seen those in yeah. many other bits of media. That's, that's a family movie, too. That's something you can watch with, Next. with everyone. Uh Number seven uh, is It's a Wonderful Life. I think we all know that one. Wow. It's Never a seen Christmas it. movie. Okay. It is just a movie that kind of tugs at my heartstrings. I really just like the movie. Have There's you seen nothing... it, Bill? Oh, yeah. I've yeah, never I, seen it once. It was one of those where, um, you know, at Easter, the family gathers around and watches the Ten Commandments. And, yeah. and at yeah. Christmas, the family gathers around and watches It's a Wonderful Life. So that's, I have seen it a number of times. That's Nacho Libre for us. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, the... We're land closest of the lost. thing I've seen to to that is the Saturday Night Live skit about the alternate ending <laughs> yes. of It's a Wonderful Life, where okay. they all want to kill George. What's his name? Uh, they figure out what uh, the the ending of the movie is. The uncle loses a lot of money, right? And what happens is an evil banker happens upon it and yeah. just takes it. Well, the old man in the clip that you yeah, refer yeah. to. He goes, I know who has it. It's that old banker guy. And then everyone murders him. There's like yeah. a lynch mob, and they kill <laughs> Dana him. Dana Carvey was, uh, what's, his, what's the main <laughs> guy? Jimmy. Jimmy Shore. Jimmy, uh, let's get him. Uh, Martha, don't you recognize me? I should watch that before I die, I think. It's, um, you know, it, it's a poignant movie, and there are times at it where it just might make you fer- feel very, like, kind of blue. Every time a bell rings. And- yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that yeah, it? That's Angel it. gets its that's wings? It. Okay. But yeah, the uh, the trip to uh, Christmas Future is uh, not for the yeah, faint of heart. It's pretty bleak, but okay. but it all works out in the end. And I'll you, try to watch it. I mean, the lesson is is that you affect everyone's life, even in small ways, and that can be a positive. Mm-hmm. Thing. Number six, uh, that was uh, established uh, in the '90s by uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Donnie Darko. Mm. So it's, it's uh, same, basically the same theme. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number six is Cinema Paradiso. It's an Italian movie. Oh my god! It's about the love of movies um a little kid works in a theater in the 30s and 40s okay and uh he grows up to become a movie maker in the 80s and he becomes just a little distraught he kind of like loses his like now what does filmmaking mean and you know it's just all about making money and stuff and then the projectionist ends up dying his friend and leaves him a Gift, I don't want to give it away, but leaves him a gift that rekindles his love of movie making. And if you're involved in production and stuff like that, it's one of those movies where you see it. And you're How like, old is this oh. movie? 95. Oh, okay. It's, it's I, our generation. What's it yeah, called? Yeah. Cinema Paradiso. Cinema yes. And it's, okay. a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, I've it's heard of this Italian movie. I've heard the it's name a, a billion times. I've never I had even the come soundtrack close to too. It. It's a, so without having uh, heard. Either Brad or my ten through six. Uh, um, I can already tell you the one thing that we've learned out of this episode, Brad, is that Frank is a well-rounded human. Oh yeah, and uh, you and I are basically got our heads jammed up comic books behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say 
I would, we're we're yeah. definitely more genre driven than Frank is. I would think so, yes, yeah. uh, because a lot of those movies um, yeah. I I haven't seen, and uh, I don't know if I ever will. Yeah, I know. What's well, your number? I mean, and that's what that's what makes these these favorite. These are my favorite yeah, movies. and that's what fun, no, that's and, what's fun about. Yes, this. and and you know, of course, neither one of us are you know making fun. No, you know? not at all. I'm no. I feel a little bad about myself. <laughs> I I think my uh, my relative emotional immaturity is shining through like. Uh, In fact, like Polaris, I may actually star. go to sleep a little early tonight and just cry myself to bed, cry myself to sleep. Uh, Bill, what's it's your possible. what's your number ten? My number 10 is another movie I think is a perfect movie in this form, the extended edition of Fellowship mm. of the Ring. I got to I got to give it to you. I could watch the extended that version over. of that is Yeah. It's 4 hours long, but dang is it such a much better movie than the it, three and a half hour version. Well, the three in, hour version. Yeah. Kind of like the two towers, it yeah. fills in all the gaps that were just glaringly uh Absent from theatrical version. It's wonderful. You know, yeah. and I don't think I I've it. ever seen the extended edition. Oh, my gosh. But I Frank. love that universe. I mean, I, I, I love All everything three of the Lord of the Rings movies mm-hmm. are much better. It's a commitment to watch yeah. them yeah. because they're four hours long. But they're so much better as a movie watching the extended version. Yeah, that's that's what I um, – when those movies came out, um, when saw them in the theater, um, I think uh, when – Possibly went and saw him a second time in the theater, um, rented it when the theatrical version came out, but was waiting the whole time. Yeah. Um, was waiting for the extended editions to come out and uh, purchase those. Mm-hmm. So it never even occurred to me to purchase theatrical versions of those, and I never would. And it bummed me out when, you know, okay, hey, now it's the Blu-ray release. It's like, is Lucas in charge of this franchise? <laughs> I bought the, I bought the extended versions mm-hmm. on blu-ray yeah I, I'm, I'm sorry on dvd right and then i received the complete blu-ray trilogy extended version as right. a christmas gift okay and gave the dvds to my brother and he introduced them to his son yeah my nephew so okay i'm passing on sharing the love good guess number nine yeah uh, oh, go ahead i'm sorry Frank. oh no I, I was about to say uh, i seem to remember when those dvds were released if i remember correctly bill they were like the dvd came out then the Blu-ray came out. Then the extended DVD, sla- and then Blu-ray came out. And oh, then yeah. the super extended. And then finally, mm-hmm. like you had to wait through so many because everyone knew it was going to come. And then you got that perfect extended right. copy. Well, and and I do I do hesitate. It's like, um, don't buy the special edition. It's the one where uh, Lady Gladriel shoots first. Oh, okay. You don't don't buy that one. <laughs> yeah. You know, Lucas. Um, when they're in the he, tavern, Lucas just oh yeah, he was so so What's number nine on your list. And, uh, awful. Give us number nine. My number nine again. Um, in no way was I ever considering. You know, these are the best fifty movies ever made. These are my personal that's, favorites. That's yes. what this list is. I just is, want to reestablish that before I tell you that my number nine favorite movie of all time is Big Trouble in Little China. Whoa. Never seen it. Oh, I need to. Yeah. I need to see it, but I've never seen it. Such we saw joy. that. Okay, we saw that in '86 in the theaters, having no idea we we're getting ready to go see. We were high schoolers. We may have imbibed a little before we went. May have in been high school? in a really good mood, and that movie may have blown my pants almost literally completely off. Have you seen in the it since then and enjoyed oh it? Oh my as gosh, much? yes! I've got it on DVD. I just showed it to. Uh, uh, 
I haven't done this every weekend, but I've started exposing the kids to movies that I think they need to see. Right. Like Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. Um, I showed uh, Zoe uh, last week. Uh, I don't know if Sage is ready for this yet. Um, I don't know that Zoe was ready either, but I showed her uh, Undercover Brother. Yeah. Oh, my God. We howled. Okay. Uh, what I'm watching right now is Warehouse 13. It's the best show ever. If you viewers don't watch it, um, I'm either going to call you criminally insane okay. or um, or um, yeah. or just not, not very smart. Dangerously criminally insane? <laughs> yeah. Or, or just... Or, or. Or, or or double secret criminally insane. Yeah, yeah. Or that's or so Brad and Frank. They don't even know. Oh, you're gonna oh. call them Brad and Frank? <laughs> that's not cool. I'm gonna it. need some aloe for that burn. <laughs> okay, that so I let that get back for. to his list. Yes. So uh, number uh, eight is um, Monty Python's The Holy Grail. Mine. That's the on my list, but it's, it's higher than that. It's higher than <laughs> very number good. Eight. And again, I. I I'm happy with the ordering of my yeah, movies. Yeah, no, I'm not um, saying you're wrong. But uh, I would have thought this would have been higher on yeah. my list. I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying mine's Until there. I, it's just far up a bit. I started having to make some hard decisions. Yeah, I know. This was, this was difficult. Um, the first Because the first six or seven uh, favorite movies, uh, like I said, came to me pretty fast. Yeah. But the order didn't crystallize. I right. had to actually sit down and work at that. Um, all right. Uh, so my uh, number seven. Um, gosh, I don't know if this is my favorite movie on this list. Um, it, I mean, if it, sorry, it can't I, it's be. your seventh. I know, it's I your know, seventh it's my favorite. favorite. All right, it's uh, uh, one of my favorite war movies of all time. Okay, Kelly's Heroes. Never heard of it. Yeah, don't, oh, not familiar gosh. with it. Really? Yeah. Clint Eastwood. I'm not a war movie guy. Um, Don Rickles, except when they're in the stars. Donald <laughs> Sutherland. They are a. Uh, they're uh, they're an army. And I'm sorry. It's been a long time since I've seen it. So I know I'm going to – and I, I would get the terminology wrong anyway. Uh, my apologies, uh, Army. But Clint Eastwood leads a, uh, an Army Let me guess, a ragtag regiment. I don't know. They're pretty well put together. Um, but they, uh, they're they on, like, leave. They're up close to the front lines in, in World War II. The, the war is drawing to a close, but, uh, but it hasn't um, – Brad has offered me butter and eggs. And, uh, no, no, not overripe. Excellent. Bananas. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad Brad no, no, had the good no, sense no, not no, to no, offer you the underripe bananas. <laughs> no cat food. Not even poor food. choice. So they um, they find out that there's a uh, uh, in a bank on the other side of the um, uh, in Italy, you know, where the uh, the Nazis are still holding sway. Need a. Can opener there, I'm a man. bottle opener. Mm-hmm. I'm a man. Mm-hmm. So I'm Nazi, a man. Nazi gold. They um, uh, they find out uh, that there's a uh, bank full of gold, and they decide that well, they've got a three day pass. Let's go get it. We're gonna jump across the border. We're gonna snatch and grab. We'll be back before anybody knows we're gone. Um, and uh, it's a comedy. Um, and it is also a war movie, but it's a war movie comedy. So it's uh, a very different. Uh, very different from you know the normal, you know what you'd expect out of a World War II movie. And of course, there are comedies. I mean, uh, Mash wasn't a World War II movie, obviously. Uh, there are comedies in the war genre, but those are very few and far between. And you know, you have to be very careful with something like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and they they straddle the right lines. And oh, good lord, Kelly's Heroes is wonderful. It's just, it is wonderful. And um, I mean, you know. Anybody can not see any particular movie, but um, I'm surprised that neither one of you have so much as heard of it, 
much less seen it. And part of it is a uh, uh, war genre movies like Brad is it, that's not my favorite. Oh genre. my gosh! I before Undercover Brother came on a couple nights ago, uh, I've got the TV on the living room, and uh, Zoe again she wanders in and uh, she ends up watching most of the last half of U five seven one with me. Awesome. It's uh, Matthew McConaughey, Jim Paxton, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, allies have to go uh, um, steal the Enigma device off of the U-boat. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Number six is, uh, rounding out my 10 through six, is uh, Young Frankenstein. Oh, that's which very good. I think is Mel Brooks's finest moment, without a doubt. A lot of people will say that. Blazing Saddles. No, I'll give you that. And Blazing Saddles, I think, is so uncomfortable and so raw I that I have a hard balls. time enjoying it. And Spaceballs, to me, uh, there are moments in it. Um, Zoe, um, Zoe and Sage love it, which makes me tense because there's enough parts in it that yeah. are racy that I kind of go, uh-uh. Um, but I guess that's me being a dad. Blazing Saddles doesn't do it for me. Um, I, I find Blazing Saddles to be extremely well done, and there are some you know quotable moments that will live on until time itself stops being recorded. But, um, man, but it is I just, uncomfortable. That, I, I'm uncomfortable watching it by myself. Okay? There's a lot of race humor. I in think I laughed. Oh my gosh. I laughed twice. One yeah. of them was, where do white women at? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, but Somebody's you know, he said go that. go back and get a stuff load of dimes. He said that just. Am I to, hearing that? Yeah, that okay. was me. I'm All sorry. Right. All right. My number 10, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wait, number 10? Number 10. Wow. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wow. I could think of nine other movies I'd rather sit through. Wow. Number nine, Tommy Boy. Okay. Tommy Boy. <laughs> Chris Farley, David Spade. Chris Farley, I miss him every single day. <laughs> I miss him every single day. I love Chris Farley. <laughs> I just, he's, he's one of my all-time favorites, and Tommy Boy is you... one of the most perfect comedies ever. What's that line? You can check the price of a cow by sticking your head up a bull's butt. Or, yeah, you but, can. Uh, you can take my word for it. I, do, I can't even begin to, to. You can get a good look at a butcher's ass by sticking your head up there, but wouldn't you rather take his word for it? He messed up the. He messed up the line. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Batman Begins. Ooh, it's my absolute most favorite uh, Batman movie. I have no problem with that. I would rather sit through it over and over. I love The Dark Knight. But yes. that's a hard movie to sit through over and over again for me. I love it, but seeing Batman begin yeah. is always a treat for me. That is, I, yeah. I think that movie is very underrated. Oh, I absolutely I mean, love that, it. That is, you're right. That is a, it's somehow, I mean, it made plenty of money in the box yeah. office, and then it went on to spawn one of the biggest money makers of all time. To me, that was but, the that was Batman done right. Yeah. Yeah. The first yeah. time yeah, Batman was ever done right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah, absolutely. Number seven, Alien Singular. Mm, yes. I alien wanted... Singular. I wanted that on my list, and I just... It's like literally alien, aliens, alien, aliens. Okay. There's no I, reason they couldn't have both been on your list. That's true, but again, I, I you know, part of... Uh, Part of what went through my head and tortured me uh, as much as anything did during this process was the idea that, okay, um, I did put a couple of arbitrary rules on myself. Um, like, I wasn't going to include more than one. Like, I'm not going to put Iron Man and Iron Man 2 on my list. I'm not going to put Alien and Alien 3 on my list. I'm just, I'm going to, because, I mean, how many what movies have been created be... in the history of mankind? No, I'm with you. What well, if they happen if, to be... If I felt that strongly that they that those 
two movies deserve to be above others, then I guess maybe I would put it in. But I, you know, a lot of it for me, especially in that last 10, is kind of uh, – it was almost flip a coin. I mean, the difference between my number 16 and my number 26 are probably negligible. Yeah, no, I, I so there. So a, part of it is just simple space saving. Yeah. Just, just trying to kind of be efficient in my list, I guess. And so I just kind of decided, you know, just only like you, you know, uh, Two Towers and Return of the King are, you will not find those, you know, on the rest of my list. So, you know, I just, uh, for my own purposes, it, it suited, it suited the way I, I went about my task. Number six. And coincidentally, starting from number one down, the third comedy on my list. Nice. Meaning, if you do the math, two comedies in my top five. Number six, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Yeah. The very that first. is a good one. The very first one. Okay. Sometimes the first one is just the best. Uh, I love Mary? all three of them. Goldmember is, if this is, I know you guys can't see it listening, <laughs> but if this is Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. It's up to Here's Goldmember. Here's Goldmember. Oh, Goldmember is is scraping. Yeah, scraping the, the underside. underside. Yes, um, it is very rewatchable. Oh gosh, and just oh my like, God, yes. and every time I watch it, I fall in love with Elizabeth Hurley all over again. <laughs> it's hard not to. Did I say that out loud just now? Um, I'm sure I've mentioned this before on the show, so I'll try to keep it short when I say that uh, uh, the whole Austin Power series mm-hmm. is one of those one of those rare series. I'm trying to think of anything else uh, that fits in that that category where. Any of the three movies I watch at the time I'm watching, I'm thinking this is the funniest oh, yeah. of the three. Oh yeah, and then I, I put in I agree uh, another one of the three movies. It's like no, this is the funniest. Like one. the bit in it's the just, second movie great. when they're in the tent oh, and they dude, see the the, I, the, silu- the soldiers see the silhouettes I, from outside. I have <laughs> tears coming down oh, my face every time that happens. I think There's, that's the second one. It is. It is the oh, second. Oh, one. Yeah. The second one. In the yeah. second one, when yep. I mean, when I'm watching that, I'm going, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> well, and the awesome thing about, uh, you know, the first movie, obviously, every gag was brand new. Except, yeah. you know, other than the fact that they're clearly, you know, homaging or spoofing or sure. whatever, you know, earlier, you know, Bond movies and, and whatever. Um, but the way that he introduces new gags yeah. into the second movie and, and ramps it up in the third movie. Because yeah. in the third, you know, in the second movie, you get, you know, the whole silhouette tent thing. Um, you get the... Uh, um, you get the unfortunate just in time uh uh name using as they're watching like right, the satellite right. you know the the rocket lifting off and you know, you have the series of different people Two finishing balls! uh sentences yeah. for each other uh which helps or hurts and then the third movie you've got the whole young you know i just the yeah. young austin powers and have you seen me long fellow? I mean, I mean yeah. young Dr. Evil and young number two. Who throws a cupcake, you know, honestly? I, Great stuff. I am number two. You're right, Hello, though. number two. Any, oh. And I almost just said number six was Austin Powers' trilogy, but I made yeah. myself choose one. Thank you. Thank Frank, you. let's do your top right. five. Let's do. Number five. Let me guess. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We each do our five, and then okay. we do our four. What do you Ooh. think? Is that going to take that. too long? No, that'll be good. Okay. But we got to keep it short. Okay. Okay. My number five, mm-hmm. The Incredibles, the most perfect Fantastic Four movie. I need to watch ever that made. again yes. because I watched it once and was not impressed. Oh, I love it. I need to. I'm, I'm going to watch it again. Yes. I'm going to give it another chance. Um, yeah, it's 
did I skip it or am I just having a moment? Uh, Incredibles number fifteen on my list. It you so said I'm it. With you you yeah. said it. Thank goodness. Mostly, I I love that movie because the family dynamic in it. Oh yes. Where's the, my the, super suit? The great <laughs> animation in it. Um, you just kind of feel for this family, and you just kind of even the villain, the the syndrome. So uh, he, you know. He, you, you kind of feel for him a little bit too because he just wanted to be included. I'm surprised that movie has not made a sequel, but maybe that's a good thing because I, it makes the first one just that much more special. Beautiful soundtrack, beautiful art direction in it. It's just I'm watch a, it again. a wonderful. The great movie. Michael Giacchino. The, the the score in that movie is, is, it is amazing. Perfect. It's Michael Giacchino. Just. Absolutely, he's possessed I'm by gonna John Barry. I'm going to watch it again. It's it's uh, the soundtrack is pure 007, and it's, it's amazing. Perfect. Yeah, right. and then you're, you're right. That movie makes me so happy. And when I saw it in the theaters, it was just one of those moments where it's like I'm watching a perfect stinking movie. Yeah, it's just and you're right. It it is it helps wipe out the taste of the Fantastic Four movies. Yeah. <laughs> number five, Bill. My number five movie is. Um, this is your fifth most favorite movie of all time. Yes, and that fifth most favorite movie of all time would be Raiders of the Lost mm. Ark. Yeah. So, yeah. Top. Yeah, top five. Men. Top five. We have top men working on it right now. Who? Top. Top. Men. Men. That's great. <laughs> Greatness. Brad? Greatness. My number five. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yay! And there's I much just, rejoicing. We've talked enough about it. You know, you hear it almost every week, a reference to Monty Python, but the Holy Grail is just, it strikes a chord, man. It's just, And I know millions of people who love this movie. The other day at work, I promise you, the other day at work, <laughs> and I have, I've had it on my phone before. It's not my current text message notification, okay. but, um, <laughs> but it's the... Is it the classic? It's the... Uh, Arrow going, yes. message for you, sir. I heard somebody's phone do that at work the other day. Nice. So there's people that there's people like us out there. Number five, Monty Python and the Holy <laughs> Grail. So great. Just so incredibly great. Frank, number four. Number four, Steven Spielberg's E.T., the extraterrestrial. Uh, oh, God. I thought wow. you were going to say AI. <laughs> Now, is this the one with <laughs> shotguns or with radios? Uh, the original with okay. radios. Was Excuse shotguns? me? No, no, no. I'm shotguns. sorry. With shotguns. Yeah. yeah. Shotguns? Uh, when they re-released E.T., yes. Steven Spielberg painted out the shotguns. There's a scene where he's on the bike and okay, E.T. makes yeah. him fly and, they, right. and he flies up and over the roadblock. Yeah. In the original, yeah. the, the guys are holding guns. Shotguns. The, in the cops? Re-release, yeah. In the yeah, re-release, yeah, the yeah. they're holding CB radios or little walkie-talkies. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then when they re-released it on DVD and Blu-ray, the mm-hmm. shotguns are back in. Oh, the, um, wow. That movie is magic. It is childhood I haven't magic. seen it in years. Yeah. It is just friendship and bond, uh, like when E.T. dies and just that emotional Spoiler bond. alert, Frank. No, Frank. <laughs> just give it away. The uh, the music, I had the soundtrack for years and just loved it. John Williams... Yeah. Now, by today's standard, some of the effects don't hold up because it's 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 a marionette. It's a it's a puppet okay. at times. But just like Yoda in Empire Strikes Back, you believe that it is real. 
you just you just believe it. Yeah. E. T. the extraterrestrial number four. Wow. Wow. I um I don't even want to give my opinion on that movie. <laughs> It won't be very friendly. <laughs> I just I I always had an issue with that movie. I just I never oh, beautiful. I I don't deny John Williams. Spielberg's the that he crafted a great movie, and I'm cool with the acting and and John Williams. Oh. Was, there's nothing wrong with his game. Certainly not there. But that movie just I just I don't. It's it's the up factor. It's just way too much pathos going. It's just like, no, stop, 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 stop. Too much tension, too much tension, too much drama. Mm-hmm. What's your number four, Bill? My number four uh, was a little movie that uh, I will refer to not as episode four, but as Star Wars. Star Wars, ah. number four. Because by gosh, by gum, and we went and saw it, it was called Star Wars. Now, That's I right. realize it said episode four in the opening scroll. I not, the first time, not the first not the time. time. Really? No. Not the first time. Wow, well, I learned release something. release a year later, Okay, episode four. Okay, because yeah, I, I guess uh, um, we probably all saw in the theaters uh, both ways then. Because I know I went and saw. In it fact, for I just listened year. to. I was watching my Star Wars Blu-ray. How cool! Last I did week not know with that. the commentary track running. Nice. And uh, George Lucas was like, "Yeah, when we first released it, uh, it was I had Episode Four uh, in the." Scroll originally in the studio said that wouldn't make sense, so we had I had to put oh, it okay. on re-release when they knew it was a big hit. I put it back in, and, yeah. So. And okay, yeah. He okay. sounded more like himself than <laughs> right, I did. That, that less than a little, little less Bill Clinton and a little more George Lucas, right? All right, yours, Brad. Number four, my favorite comedy of all time. Yes, you guys know it. You want to guess? Come on. What is Brad's favorite comedy well, of all time? Well, before I would have said Holy Grail. We know it's not. So what's yeah. my other one that you hear me referencing? I play clips from it all the time. Oh, Anchorman. Give of me an course, A. absolutely. Anchorman. Wow, Anchorman. that's cool. My most amazing favorite comedy of all time. I have it on my phone. Every phone I get has the Anchorman movie on it. I think <laughs> that's my favorite fight scene ever. Never. I, there's no. There's nothing left for me to discuss because... I've talked about it forever, and I always will. I think it's the funniest movie that God has ever uh, created. <laughs> Up to this point. Up to this point. I will say I put that movie in uh, two or three months ago. Zoe and I watched it uh, one one weekend, and uh, we howled. Uh, howled, I tell you. Howled! I never get tired of it. Never, not once. Number four. No, no three, number three, three Frank. Number three. This is your third favorite movie of all yes. time. And this is a recent one. Yes. I saw this, even though it's been out for a while, I saw this not even a year ago and was blown away. Paul Tom, Paul Anderson Thomas. Paul, Paul Thomas, Thomas Anderson. Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson's. Not Paul W.A. Anderson. <laughs> no. So it's not one of the uh, Resident Evil movies right. then. No. no. All right. Paul Thomas Fair Anderson. Enough. There will be... Have you guys ever seen this? Is that the one about, I'm going to eat your milkshake or drink your milkshake? Never saw it. I'm going to drink your milkshake. Basically, a man goes from nothing to something. And they're back to do anything to keep it. To keep it. Okay. And it is the photography. um, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, the photography is beautiful. This character that he creates. This is your is just, third favorite movie of all this time. This is my third favorite movie. I will watch this movie wow. before the other two. Wow. Because 
visually, it is stunning. This isn't a Coen Brothers movie? No, no. I thought um, it was. If you're uh, familiar no Country with, for Old Men, maybe. Thank what you. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, if That's you're familiar with uh, something called, if you ever heard the Golden Ratio when it comes to um, uh, when it comes to artwork, it it, it, yeah. it is a way of composition and and of, of composing shots and composing art and composing uh, photography. Uses a lot. They they incorporated that a lot in almost. It seems like every setup of this film, and it is just beautiful and just. Amazing to watch, and the the story of this man, this person, this I, he is just so he gets everything he deserves at the end. Okay, and 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 at the end, he he basically tells he, he just wants to control everything, and at the very end, he even tells the audience in a very indirect indirect way. He goes, "That's it, we're on." Go home, and you just have to see it. It's just like it's one of those films that is a filmmaker's film. I, I watch guess. it because it's your third favorite. It's pretty powerful. Okay, yeah. there's no talking in the first thirty minutes of the movie, twenty thirty minutes of the movie. It's like Riddick. Yeah, there's no talking in the there's first no half talking. hour of that movie. Yeah. It's great. Number three, Bill. Um, my number three. I'm not comparing Riddick to No Country for <laughs> Old Men or uh, There Will Be Blood, but I'm just saying blood. it. <laughs> Number three, That's Bill, awesome. your third uh, favorite my, movie my ever. My third favorite movie will not be compared in any way to uh, No Country for Old Men or There Will Be Blood. Uh, as uh, Caddyshack rolls Yay! in in my top top three, top three. I've um, I've seen Caddyshack. Oh, I don't know. It's absolutely, definitely in the triple digits. Absolutely, without a doubt, the one movie I've seen more often than any other movie in the history of movies. And and I still haven't gotten tired of it. That is, you could almost say that is the predecessor to Anchorman in quotability mm-hmm. and in scenability. Oh my and, gosh! In referenceability. Oh, it uh, it it defined the genre. Now about to become the Masters champion. A former Grangekeeper now about to become the Masters champion. That's right. <clears throat> it's in the hole. <laughs> Tuesday's I guess, is he's uh, walking up the hooray. That is a great movie, man. Yeah. In oh fact, Bill gosh. and I went to see it at the Studio yes. Movie Grill. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, on the big screen. It was like, wow. This that is... was... Were people quoting it? Oh, yeah. yeah. And great? people were loving it. And it was weird. Sitting next to us in the theater was like a geriatric couple. Uh-huh. And I assume they're two granddaughters. Do you remember okay. them? Yes, yes. And the girls were too young to be in there. They were too young the, for that movie. The grandparents didn't know what they were taking the kids no, to. They really didn't. Because there's some stuff in there that, <laughs> that nine year old girls shouldn't be seeing. Right. It just really isn't. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, compared to the offensive factor you can get in today's world, uh, you know, the stuff in Caddyshack was easy, but you still had yeah. you still had some That was that was very fun seeing that on the big screen. Yes. Very fun. Number three. That was your number three. Yeah, that was my number three movie of all time. Now, my number three, uh, the the top three in my list, this was the, the most difficult to, to rank them. They're, they're, they were this close. Number three, uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Yeah. Very good. What, what else can I say? It's my third favorite movie of all time. What's your number three, Frank? My number three is... No, my number two. That's right. Your number two. My number two. <laughs> Sorry, I keep forgetting that we started with you. Yeah. 
Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ooh. There you go. There you go. Top. Yeah. Men. <laughs> Don't no? look at it, Marion. <laughs> Close your eyes. <laughs> Bad date. <laughs> There's not a lot of discussion at this point. No. No. We got to see that uh, it was uh, released in theaters, what, with uh, a year ago? It was last summer, maybe, or two summers ago. But uh, we went and saw it at the IMAX screen. Really? It was awesome. God, I love that movie. I, and I hadn't seen that movie in the theater since 1981. And at that time, uh, we went and saw it. Uh, there's a theater in Norman called the Satellite Twin. And you had this theater uh, called the... Um, uh, um, oh my gosh, Bill! Uh, you had the Cinema East Theater, which was a one theater, classic style, huge, hundreds and hundreds of people could fit in this place, and it had like the wraparound Cinemascope, you know, um, screen. The just it was amazing. They they would do uh, Bond movies and stuff over this theater, but the theater we saw Star Trek and uh, and the Indiana Jones movies and Star Wars movies and stuff was this tiny little shoe box of a theater called the cinema or called the satellite twin two theaters. Um, and I mean, it was one of those where the aisle goes right down the middle of the theater, mm-hmm. you know, and you see, so you've got, you know, a half dozen seats or whatever on either side. And it was the classic old style theater where if you weren't as tall as an adult and even then I mean, it was not stadium uh, seating. So you spent half the movie, you know, doing the, I'm going to, jog my head to the left. I'm going to jog it to the right, trying to look around at the heads in front of you. And that's how we saw movies back in the day. You know, that's how I saw Raiders. I still remember being in the theater for that movie. Um, and I just, the kids these days don't know how good they've got it, man. They've got XD stadium seating, Dolby Atmos sound, real 3d. I'm unbelievable. I, I must've seen Raiders the summer it came out. I don't know. I don't think 10 times is, I remember being in the theater watching it. Yeah, I I, I remember saw the family my family the went with. You know, it was just so much fun, and yeah. I wanted to be. I mean, I guess in a way, I still want to be Indiana Jones. It's Who does it? Yeah, he's oh no doubt. <laughs> and I, you know, I couldn't tell you how many times I saw it in the theaters. There's a chance I saw it once. That doesn't seem possible. But you know, I was a kid. I I wasn't paying my own way to do things at that time. So just because Raiders was agendas. number ten on my list doesn't mean no. No, Anything. dude. I, I mean, no, it's we got to rank it. Yeah. You got to rank it. We get it. Right. You're, what's your totally get second it. movie? Second favorite movie of all time, Bill. Okay. I, I don't want anybody thinking, oh, he's just trying to be cutesy and elitist and blah blah. Um, but uh, my number two movie is Cinema Paradiso. All right. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> totally kidding. My uh, number two movie is without a doubt my. Uh, we talked about my second favorite war movie ever, Kelly's Heroes. This is my favorite World War II movie. Ever and one of my favorite movies, clearly, ever. And if you guys have ever Second. heard of it or even seen it, I will give you both Hogan's Heroes a dollar. No, Starlight um, Thirteen. No, uh, District Nine. Have you heard of a movie? Go Go War with Richard Burton and again Clint Eastwood. No, called Where Eagles Dare. No, nope. no, because I would sit down and watch that movie daily. Never heard at of the it. drop of a hat. Had a, if I had the time. I would be fine with watching that movie over and over again. It is amazing. So if it's, they made a channel um, where Eagles Dare, what's the, the name? Where of Eagles it? Dare channel. Where Eagles and Dare. Only if it's in HD. They played it. Yeah, I, I would never watch an SD. You know, Constant. That's the only thing they ever showed was on a loop. Movie. Yeah. I wouldn't be distraught about it. There would be a sameness to it after I'd, a certain I'd, point. I'd watch the Anchorman channel. Yeah. yeah. If that's all they showed. Yeah. yeah. 
I would watch my number one if there was a number one channel. What I know what your number one is. Everyone knows what my number yeah. one is. We it's do? My, it's, it's, <laughs> okay. It's Eric Banner's The Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we already knew what? that. What? Oh, no, sorry, it's the guys. Edward Norton. I was, supposed to let you, I was supposed to let you say that. <laughs> if you'll indulge but no, me. Uh, Where Eagles Dare. Uh, Clint Eastwood is an American. Uh, Richard Burton is a Brit. They are sent in um, to a castle in Austria, which is impregnable. It's on top of a mountain. They have to get in. You can't have babies. And here's the, here's the common thread. <laughs> They have to steal something, and they have to get back out. And it is, there's so much tension in that movie, but it's this beautiful, dramatic tension. It's, we're going to be caught tension. I love heist and, movies. And it's not, um, I do love the World War II movies, but I I don't ever want to see Saving Private Ryan again. You know, there's a lot of movies. like I would watch Midway or, or you know, stuff like that. Um, uh, honestly, I don't, I can't think of a modern war movie that i want to see uh hell u571 was put out in i forget 2000 or something like that and that was a fun movie but i wouldn't say it's a best um but i just i can't think of any modern war movies that i'm really interested at all um you know platoon is one of those i saw platoon once and i don't think i ever saw it again yeah i would watch apocalypse now again but that's not really a war movie if you'll indulge me, I'm going to introduce my second favorite movie of all time in this manner. Please. How long after we're declared overdue can we expect a rescue? Nice. 17 days. 17 days? Hey, man, I don't want to rain on your parade, but we're not going to last 17 hours. Those things are going to come in here just like they did before, and they're going to come in here, and they're going Hudson! to come in here, and they're going to get Hudson! us. This little girl survived longer than that with no weapons and no training. Right? Oh, greatest line ever. Why don't you put her in charge? You better just start yes. dealing with it, Hudson. Oh! It's my second favorite movie of all time. <laughs> love you, Bill Paxton. And that is, and I love the extended version of that, too. Oh, yeah. So great. It's so better. Wonderful. I think it's better than, than the... Um, There's so much more stuff in it. Yeah. You get to see the colony before yeah. it was infected. You get to see what happened to Burke. Yeah. You know, in the theatrical release, you're not 100% sure what happened to Burke. You don't see anything happen to him. All you see is that door slide open, and there's the alien, and that's it. But in the extended version, you get to see what happened to him. God, that is So I, I get goosebumps when I hear stuff from that movie. I have that soundtrack, the audio, like the two hour, two hour and 15, no, two and a half hours, actually. I have one MP3. It's two and a half hours long. It's nothing but just the the movie, so I can listen to it <laughs> in the car. It's my second favorite movie of all time. Aliens, plural. Cool. Just wow. so wonderful. Wow. Okay. So number ones. We're there. Yeah, number one, and I'm sure my number one is your number one. <laughs> my number one is the 1977 release of Star Wars. Mine too. It I'll is, just go ahead and say it. Yeah. Mine it too. is the for me the perfect movie. It is the movie that when I saw it, I wanted to know how they did it. Yeah. I wanted to know why is this movie different from every other movie I have ever seen in my life? And that is the movie that got me into production, that got me into television. Now, you, you specified the original release. Yeah. You don't feel that way about 
any of the special editions? You have uh, a, have they, an issue with those? You know, the whole uh, Han and Greedo mm-hmm. controversy, to me, Han shot first. Yeah. Uh, putting Jabba the Hutt in mm-hmm. doesn't do anything for me. It is that original. I have a DVD, I think it's mono version mm-hmm. of the 1977 release of that movie. Could you watch the other versions if they were on? Oh, yeah. And, and still enjoy it as much? Yeah. Yeah. But just... Just that first one, you know, it's yeah. that you know, it's close to my heart, and that is the movie that I mean, it kind of defines what I do these days, and you know, so much of my pop culture revolves around that, mm-hmm. and you know, throughout the day, how many Star Wars references do you hear oh, just gosh. throughout the day yeah. from people who don't know anything about Star Wars, and it has just become part of our lives. Princess Leia is hanging from from my rearview mirror right at this moment <laughs> on a little air freshener. Yeah. Slave Leia uh, sitting in Jabba's lap. Oh, one of those yeah. little square, yeah. Yeah, square yeah, smell yeah. good things. So, yeah, it's it's Star Wars and Brad's for Star yeah, Wars for you, mine, too. First one, Star Wars. New Hope. Wow. Bill. Um, this is your favorite this, movie this of all is, time. Uh, I just want to say, uh, as far as Star Wars goes, that there's no movie in the history of movies that has ever made me want to have a Laserdisc player more than Star Wars. <laughs> mm-hmm. To have the original version in a beautiful digital timeless pristine bit of media would be like love to me. There's a guy on the internet who has painstakingly restored a high definition version of the original Star Wars movie mm-hmm. to make it exactly like the original theatrical release and I think he calls them the despecialized editions. <laughs> Interesting. It's um a higher quality than the the uh, laser disc. And see, that's one thing. I don't know what uh, what quality is. La- I mean, I'm not sure were, how he did it. But you were watching a laser disc on a television that could support like 480, 480 frames or what? Well, yeah, no. I get how much quality could an could the point an old is there are people who prefer the original versions, and that's completely yeah. un, uh, understandable. And and I'm I'm always like special editions of stuff don't bother me because. As long as the original is still right. around, I'm fine with it. Sometimes that. I want a, the best cookie ever. Sometimes I want a cookie with sprinkles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Sometimes I want a little extra cheese on my pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite movie of all time, Bill? You're gonna... Was this difficult for you? Um, yeah, it was difficult And you know what? I'm think, I've been thinking this whole time. I knew what yours was. I'm thinking, I wonder what Bill's favorite movie. I honestly and can't. I thought I, I, have, I could give you. I, could give I don't you, think it is what I'm thinking. I could give you 500,000 guesses, and I absolutely guarantee you will not get it. Okay, hold on. You're going to guess? We're going to guess. I'm not even going to try okay. because I literally. There may not be 500,000 movies ever made, have, so maybe that's a bad I bet. I have no idea what. I, I truly believe that you would never. I mean, until you literally happened upon that movie, just. Have we heard just of it? By going alphabetically through the list of all the movies have I've ever made. Have we heard made. of this movie? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, you this certainly is your, heard of the characters and all that. This is your most favorite movie this of all time. It's my favorite movie of all time. And I've, I've often thought... Let me thought, see what you wrote, Frank. Here's, here's what's difficult for me is because I always thought that I just... I've thought about this a hundred times or a thousand times in my life. And I've always thought to myself, I don't really have a favorite number one movie with a bullet. I mean, you know, you get Star Wars and Raiders and, you know, stuff like that. So why did but this one end up as number one on your list? Because the thought has crept into my mind um, 
since the late eighties that this may be my favorite movie of all time. If you and could only watch one movie for the rest of your life. That's how I base my mind on. Would it be this, this movie? movie? I want to see. I, I, I have to watch a movie every day for the rest of my life. It's going to be this one. <sighs> and that's how you should have done it too. I mean, well, again, you know, the, the difference between one and five, um, it's, it's, is so negligible oh, that, I, that I, I hate to even say that, you know, I could watch any, I could watch pretty much any movie in my top 20 on a loop and it wouldn't bother me. Any. Right. So I guess I could watch this one. Okay. What's, um, so what is but it? I think I'm dying that, to know that my number one was probably a much touchier idea. You know, it, it was more difficult for me to come up with number one, uh, except for the fact that from my entire adult life, I've had in the back of my head that this is my favorite movie. Of I'm all dying time. to know what it is. Um, uh, this was uh, uh, William Peterson, um, Ronnie uh, Ronnie Cox. Is that his name? The original, the original. I can't talk. The original Hannibal Lecter in the movie Manhunter. 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 And, bio, uh, yes, and I'm totally serious. That's, no, it's that's, a, that's it's my a number one movie. movie. I'm not Who joking. Who was Hannibal in that movie? Um, it was uh, no Ronnie actor. Ronnie Cox. We, no, you've seen him in a number of places. He was Ronnie uh, Cox was the he was the CEO the, in RoboCop. Um, no, it's different Ronnie Cox, not the, oh, okay. not the bad ships captain on Star Trek Next Generation. Um, he was the, uh, he was the, the commanding officer in, um, Super Troopers. I'm going to look right now. He was the guy who was, uh. But he never hit fame. He was, he never became the Anthony Hopkins. He his was, part in that movie was His part was substantial, small. but, well, his part was substantial. In, What's in, the name of the movie? Manhunter? Manhunter. Michael Mann. Yeah. Which is and, a very underrated director, by the way. I well, love his stuff. I, I mean, he did, uh, he did Miami Vice. And so, um, in 86, when I guess he's still doing Miami Vice, he comes out with Manhunter. Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Thank you. Okay. Yes. You know who Brian um, Cox is? It's General yeah. Stryker from the X-Men movies. Yeah. 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 He's General Stryker also. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, no, he's been in a number of things you've seen. Um, I'm sure his, uh, his IMDB page is, uh, voluminous, but, um, I, it's just something, it's one of those where 1986, sometimes a movie just hits you just right. And it may not be the best movie, you know, you realize objectively, this is not the best movie ever made, but it hits all the right notes with you. Star Wars um, is not the best movie ever made. Okay. Okay. It is well, not. I mean, Empire Strikes stuff Back like, out of the whole, out of all those movies, yeah. Empire Strikes Back is the superior movie. I mean, for me, but. Star Wars is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, and for me, um, uh, movies like uh, um, uh, Spy Game and Speed Racer, and then there, are, there are a handful of the, the, well, the Curse of the Black Pearl, first Pirates movie, um, Fellowship of the Rings, just, uh, just something about the movie that just the experience of being there, experiencing it is just, it's, like, it's hypnotizing. I mean, you're just, you just sink into the chair and you just, and you're able to, put everything else out, you know, until that movie is over. And, uh, it, it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's the music. Um, it's the lighting. It's the, and, and they take themselves so seriously. I get it. There, there's not one ounce of irony in this movie. Um, it is, uh, the, the, re- this movie was remade it too. It was remade with Ed Norton and, 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 and the, the late Philip Seymour Thomas. Uh, um, it was Hoff- remade Philip as Seymour Red Hoffman? Dragon, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Philip uh, Philip Michael Thomas, that was uh, the Miami Vice guy, right? Something like it's that. It's Michael Mann thing. I got Michael Mann on the brain, man. 
But uh, Michael Mann, uh, the next movie uh, he made was uh, Band of the Hand. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite movie of all time. Um, and then, you know, he went on to make, uh, he's made Heat and, uh, uh, gosh, was it a movie with uh, Tom Cruise? But he, he was known for doing very stylish movies. I mean, the, the lighting and the, 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 he's very concerned about the mood. Yeah. And he is, uh, he is one of those directors that I like to watch. He, he lets things linger Michael Mann. He doesn't rush into a, a, a scene. And it, that is all about the acting and all about the mood. He he's he's not my favorite director, but I really appreciate him. I really appreciate and him. I, I've always I've always had this fascination for the the character that is you know because in this movie, uh, if any you saw Red Dragon, you know, you know how it worked out. Um, you know what what his you know inspirations whatever were, um, but. Uh, um, William Peterson, uh, who went on to be Gus Grissom in uh, CSI, by the way. So that was the lead actor. Uh, uh, William um, Peterson was also in uh, the great under um, underappreciated To Live and Die in L.A. Um, but uh, the way he handles it, um, they make it very clear that he was dang near driven insane by Hannibal Lechner the first time uh, when he went to go capture him. Um, and he's the one who captures Hannibal Lechner. And then Hannibal Lecter, you know, kind of becomes uh, uh, kind of in the way a hostile witness can help a uh, help the prosecution or the defense. Um, he's kind of a hostile witness. Um, you know, William Peterson uses him as motivation and insight into the mind of um, uh, the Tooth Fairy or no, Tooth Fairy's um, Silence of the Lambs, isn't it? Um, no, it's the first movie. Yeah. Okay. But I, I've seen uh, I have seen or at least I think I have. Seen that movie rebranded as Red Dragon. Well, they or they or remade. the original Red Dragon or okay. something like that. Wow. But where they they reworked, you know, hand, the original Hannibal Lecter's Red Dragon, something like that. <laughs> hand, a, you know, Red Dragon colon yeah. Manhunter. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Because uh, the the remake, there was nothing wrong with it, but much like. Uh, um, much like the upcoming uh, RoboCop remake, why are you doing it? You don't. There was there was nothing wrong with the, with the movie the first time around, other than the fact that I guess you think that maybe it's dated enough. It's just or what it's Hollywood does now, man. That I know, I know. It just at the time, and there was nothing wrong with the movie Red Dragon, but Manhunter. I think Manhunter captures the the mood, and and because this whole thing is about. The character, uh, you know, Gus, <laughs> Gus Grissom, William Peterson's character having to get back into the mindset of someone who's dark enough in their psyche to be able to track a guy who's this dark on his own. And I'm just, I'm fascinated with the whole thing. And, and I would have made a terrible detective. Okay. Um, so I don't know. Maybe this is me living vicariously through someone else. But just the the whole you know he's wounded, and you know he's wounded in the in the in the psyche, and and they they drag him back in, they call him back to service, and you know the it's a trope that's been used a million times. It was used on Ripley and Aliens. We're we're just bringing you in as an observer. Right. You're not going to have to get your hands wet. Um, you know right. you will never you'll never be exposed. You know you're just here to provide support, and it turns out that he becomes heavily involved. 
But the I I, I love. I'm almost done. Um, I'm. There's uh, big circles being wo- woven in the. Okay. Air. Well, the the way they saw. I love the way they they solve the mystery. I, I love the tricks they use to to catch you know who's doing this. And I just and again, this is well before you know the barrage of CSI and CSI like shows. There, I'm sure there are procedurals at the time, but uh, it, it was not a you know this is a relatively new thing. You know, going step by step and literally being inside the room as the detectives and and the the police, you know, the forensics guys and whatever piece these clues together and find these clues and figure out how to interpret these clues. And I just I, I'm. I love that. Um, it's kind of it's almost Sherlock Holmesian in the way that you put clues together to come up with what ended up being a correct conclusion. Um, uh, and yeah, it's a great movie. Awesome. I love it. Freaking love it. And I love my list. And I wouldn't take anything back. Again, these are not our top twenty best movies ever made. These are the ones we enjoy the most. Yeah, I would and love. That was the whole purpose of our. Of this list, that this experiment that Russell um, c- concocted, and I look forward to uh, the plan. Is Russell really wanted to be in the studio with us because he lives, you know, three hours oh, away? Yeah, yeah. So his plan is to drive up on a Friday night. Yeah. After work, come to the studio. Oh yeah. Spend the night. Yep. And I'm thinking. I'll do the same thing. I get and, off at 11 you're, that you're night. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm going to come here, and we'll all spend the night. We'll stay up, have a pajama party. There you maybe go. Maybe a little pillow fight. I'll go buy some cheap pillows. That way yeah. when we tear them up. Um, it will be no big deal. And then, Frank, uh, you can either join us that night, yeah. bring your jammies, or you yeah. can come over in the next morning. We'll set up a pallet in the um, living room floor. We the reason I would come here is, fire. Yeah. The Get reason the I'd come here is because I either drive here that night or drive here the next morning and I'd rather hang out with you know with you and with Russ Russell and, here, and yeah. all them so heck yes and then if we can if we can we're going to get any other HHW LOD podcast show uh and I say this word lightly personalities yes. uh to join us on Skype so we can talk about the master list you know, let's. Uh, why don't we reach out to our listeners a little bit and ask them to send us some um emails uh, let's not make it 20 for them, but their top five favorite. Yeah, give us your top five favorite movies of all time. Half hour wasted ex- at gmail.com. Yeah, if you want to expand on it too, like tell us why or yeah. or something. And again, it's not the best. This is not your your best movies ever made. And I realize for some people that that's what makes a movie their favorite is because of how it's made. Yeah, so if Citizen Kane is your number one, that's fine. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Because of the way it's made. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Some of the movies on my list... They're not great crafted quality <laughs> movies, but right. they bring me joy, and that's what this list was about. Well, but you all get it, you know. Um, you know, I had I had two of the five greatest movies of all time, and then I had three personal picks, basically. But those personal picks are honest, and, and I really mean it. Happy birthday to Bill! Thank you. Um, so, please. did you guys have any? I'm sorry. Did you guys have any like honorable mention stuff? We, uh, I just came up with twenty. I okay. could I could sit here and all night okay. and talk about other movies that. Were yeah. In fact, John and I, John Marchianti and I, Johnny M, talked the other day on the phone about a bunch of movies that weren't on anybody's list. Yeah, or didn't didn't show up on the master list because well, Russ shared the master list with us. Yeah, okay. And he's like, "How come this didn't end up?" And I'm like, yeah. "How come this didn't end up on that list?" I mean, you guys are idiots, you know. But that's the whole point of this discussion, right? So. right. And I'm still bummed out that I didn't get to put movies like Flash Gordon and Avengers and Star Trek Six and. After Hours and Empire Strikes Back, Alien, Land of the Lost, Shaun of the know. Dead. Was, was 
He's was getting, Empire sneaking Matrix? his yeah. list in. Yeah. You know that. You realize that. Yeah. Right? Was your was Empire on your list? Empire was my third favorite movie of all time. Third. Was it on your list? It's not it on his list. It didn't make my list. It didn't make my list either. Well, again, and I, I kind of went through that, but I kind of said, and I uh, could Empire could have very. I, I didn't do that rule, but it's it, there's nothing wrong with Empire. Empire is a great movie, but it's just out of the whole Star Wars genre, I want to see. I want to see yeah, Star Wars. That's the, well. That's the thing. I guess I could watch Star Wars and probably never get tired of it. Um. And there are times it's like Empire Strikes Back, maybe maybe one of the greatest movies ever made, maybe the greatest movie ever made. I don't know, but um, I just don't feel like watching it right now. Yeah, I don't think I I've ever said that about. Totally. I can well, I can walk away from Empire. I totally get it. I can like totally if it's on it. TV, eh, change it. Star Wars is not dark. It's not heavy. Yeah, and Empire is. Mm-hmm. It can be. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. And sometimes I don't want a dark, heavy movie. I just want to check my brain in the escape pod right? and <laughs> cut people in half with a light sword. You know, that's all I want to do. <laughs> yes. That's all I want to do sometimes. All right, so uh, uh, we uh, hopefully we'll get Russ up here soon and get the... Um, it won't be next episode. But it's not going to be the next episode. It might not be the one after that, but we'll try to get it done real soon. Other people on the HHWLOD network, other shows... Are going to be talking about their lists. Go to hhwlod.com. You can follow hhwlod underscore network on the Twitter. Um, Send your questions and comments and your top five to half hour wasted at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter at half hour wasted. Leave us a voicemail at 972 798 3830. What do you do if I want to get in your Google Plus circles? Uh, Come on in. We just come on. Just Google it. Is there an HHWLOD? We did start one, but I don't think or other. I, I don't think we've, on the we've plus. quite. I don't think we've quite worked. I think out it's been details. claimed, but oh, it has good, not been. Good, okay. Now we, so we I don't have want been, any of you people squatting on it. Don't forget to send Bill an email. A half a uh, happy birthday email at half our Bill at halfhourwasted dot com. We've been ending our shows with music, and I don't remember whose turn it is. <sighs> Then we should. I have one I could. Well, you know just what? Jump in with if you guys. Don't or do you want to give one. it to birthday boy? Bill, do you have a? I have not considered this in any way. Brad, I, I have you some. do yours. Okay. It's on my phone of all places, so I will. Fantastic. Well, this... you bring it up. Just okay. kind of a quick comment about phones. I recently have been listening to. Uh, there's an app for my public library that will allow me to download audiobooks straight to my phone, and I've been listening to audiobooks while I drive to work. That is wonderful. I really love doing that. Phones are so amazing. <laughs> they really are. It's just I'm listening. I'm checking a book out of the library with my phone. That is amazing. That's okay. cool. So, Brad, who do you got for us? This is a mashup. Mashup! Of two songs, which happen to be my favorite songs of the two respect, uh, representative artists. Okay? I heard this the other night when we were playing trivia. By the way, we got second place yes! couple, uh, last two nights ago. Nice. Last night, actually. Science! Science! We got second place. <laughs> um, the guy played this during uh, when he was tallying up uh, points at the halfway point, and I said, I went to him and said, where'd you get that? He said, it's just on YouTube. So this is a, a mashup. We've heard several of them, and I, this one really struck me. This is my favorite Metallica song Ooh. mashed up with my favorite Stevie Wonder song. Okay. Sad But True. Metallica, mm-hmm. 
superstitious. Stevie Wonder. Here we go. Mm. Don't understand And you're sorry. 